welcome to another episode of learning to fly with KP. In this episode I'm going to be speaking about choosing a flight school. I thought I had one picked up but um, it didn't really work out the way I wanted to. So I set myself up to start flight training um, early August. We are about a week away from August and so I wanted to touch base with my instructor and the flight school to see you know what needed to be done in order to start flight training the way I want it and before I did that I kind of went online and I did a little more research on the school because the thing is the last time I flew with them is a bit over a year ago it was um, April May 2017 and we used one plane now looking back at the at the website for the school turns out they have three aircraft they have a primary uh, they have a primary training aircraft which is a Tobago I mean it's a, a Sokara Tobago TB9 they have another TB9 which is mostly used for check ride and things like that but that other one is the owner's aircraft so the owner of the school mainly uses the other aircraft they have a third one which is used for instrument training and I believe a multi-engine as well so that one is out of the question okay um, a quick look or quick search on the web for the tail number of the primary trainer showed up that the aircraft was being used five or six days a week and looking at the path it's going from the airport to what I know to be the, um, the practice area it also went on a few cross countries from what I can tell. Now this telling me that this one plane has at least two students on it at the moment. Now I'm thinking okay uh, if I was to join that school that would be at least three students. At least three, maybe four. Uh, trying to schedule one aircraft. And most of the weekend uh, flights are done on Saturdays. Some of them even on Sunday mornings. So I'm thinking, okay, we have one aircraft. What if it was done for maintenance or something? I mean, how would I be able to schedule uh, flight time on it? I wouldn't. This being said, I went back to the other school which I had turned down earlier and did a little more research on them. Turns out they have 15 aircraft, that's one five, and they have seven full-time instructors like okay i mean full time to me sounds like these guys are not going to the airline so they do have a few part-timers but they do have 15 aircraft and uh, out of those 15 two of them are Cessna 152s most of them most of the uh, of the planes there are Cessna 172s one thing that I have learned during this, you know, this year break, trying to understand and trying to save as much money and um, as much time on my flight training was to kind of decide like which aircraft I like to train in. The TB9 is fine, but the price is somewhere around like I want to see like 120 to 125 an hour. A Cessna 172 is 120-ish. And a Cessna 152 is around, I want to say, $100. 
thing is it really doesn't matter which aircraft you learn to fly in because I mean at the end you get a private pilot license regardless of the aircraft you train in so I was thinking okay I mean should I be looking to spend a lot of money on an aircraft which I like because it's a low wing and I do like low wing or should I just like you know go with a 152 pay the least amount of money and get my license in that one money really being a problem because paying for the aircraft you're paying for the instruction you're paying for grand school you're paying for books for charts headsets you're paying for everything I was like okay it might be cost efficient for me to learn to fly in a small airplane and oh also during my research it turns out from what I was able to, to gather that high wing airplanes tend to have a lower upward speed and a lower stall speed versus um, low wing so high wing aircraft for the beginner tend to land at a lower speed versus low wing aircraft and as a student I don't want to be coming in at like 90 or 100 uh, not trying to land you know I feel like I'll be more confident with a slower aircraft hence my preference for low wing aircraft kind of changed to high wing aircraft for many reasons one of the reasons is that you know uh, in the long run I would like to own a stall that's a short takeoff and landing plane and all of those are high wings and non low wings you know because of where they typically land which is off the runways okay so I emailed my instructor you know saying well okay so finally I'm I think I'm ready to come back in you know and and do my flight training as we have spoke and now he tells me that he is no longer with the other school uh, I wanted to train in but he's with another school that's interesting now the new school it turns out do have 152s 172s and the cost to rent the plans are much less than what I would have paid for say a TB9er alright and on top of that the like both schools are located on the same airfield so this is like a bonus it's within driving distance which is another criteria you want to look at you don't want to have to drive I don't know like 45 minutes to an hour um, to your flight training because you also have to take into account the time and the cost of gas you know, just for the round trip I mean if if say the weather was bad and then the weather clears for one to two hours and you are like an hour or two away it's kind of useless for you like driving all the way to the airport trying to to catch a break in the weather so in summary me waiting <laughs> over a year and you know, using this time to really uh, work on my ATC uh, calls uh, practicing on on pilot edge.net uh, flying on my flight sim uh, reading books watching videos really is about to pay off um, if everything goes well early August that's in in about a week or two I should be 
starting my flight training and I will make sure to bring you along so that you know what this is like. I believe the time is near. I'm about to become a pilot. Yeah.